Let me holla for a second, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Or maybe for a minute if you ain't gotta run. Better make it a half hour, I promise, honey bun. Let's turn on to the podcast, yo, it's Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons, Raymond and Sons. Let's turn on to the podcast, yo, it's Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons, Raymond and Sons. Let's turn on to the podcast, yo, it's Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons, Raymond and Sons, Raymond and Sons. What is going on there, sir? My man, Roderick, Rod, Big R. (sighs) Chilling, chilling. Long morning so far. Had a long morning, but it was also a long night last night. But before we start talking about the games, man, before we start talking about the fight, Tell us what's been going on since the last Raymond Sons podcast. So we we had the Eats Challenge, and we talked a little bit about some MMA. Right. What's been going on since then? And then, then chilling, you know, designing my new man cave. Yeah, I'm currently sitting there, and I got to get rid of that behind me. Yeah, if you didn't notice, ladies and gentlemen, he's got a new backdrop. So my man has a new... An improved man cave. I had an opportunity to check out the man cave on Friday, and yes. it is nice. I, yes. I give my approval. The Raymond Sons, two thumbs up. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. See some games being watched at that location. I like the yeah. way that it's come together. I like the way that you're able to to just piece everything together and just make it flow and. With the blueprints that you've been sharing with me, I think the finished product is going to be very nice. So congratulations on that. Every man deserves a man cave. And big props to Calvina, Mrs. Roberts, for giving the allow me. <laughs> yes, yes. I think I think we're gonna have yeah. This podcast goes to Calvina. So cheers. Yes. All right. I mean, for me, ended up. I mean, not nothing too bad. Nothing too bad. I mean, my wife is good. My daughter is good. This morning, we ended up doing a little beach day. My daughter's been wanting to go to the beach for a little while. She's starting to get smart, and she's starting to become more aware of things. So we haven't been to the beach in about a month. She told us earlier this week that she wanted to go to the beach. So we've been trying to entice her into being good, and we told her that her reward would be to be able to go and go into the beach. And she remembered. So this morning when we woke up, or when she when I picked her up from Nana's house and I told her, what are we doing today? She gave me that big smile and said, beach. So <laughs> she ended up winning, and we just came to the beach, and my lady is knocked out, which means it was a good, good morning, to say the least. Yes, yes. What did you end up doing this morning? Uh... Normal Sunday routine, you know, the grocery shopping. Came back, uh, went to brunch, and then rode some scooters down Riverfront, downtown Fort Lauderdale. So, like a big child. How fast did you end up getting? Oh, I had a, a newer one, so I got it up to like 16.5 miles Jeez. per hour. Jeez! Man, the cops were about to pull you over, man. <laughs> you slow down there, speed racer. Yeah, you know, a little reckless driving, you know. But we had a ball. We went uh, sightseeing. 
and try some new neighborhoods out on the scooters. So shout out to Lime. Lime is definitely doing their thing, man. I wish I had that idea. Man, yeah, that's a great whoever idea. that man who came up with that is probably just straight up chilling on one of the penthouse floors in one of those Fort Lauderdale downtown apartments right now. Just watching. Look at that. That's me. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. Yeah, look at he looking down at everybody like, ching, 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 ching. Or maybe he's also saying thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like around. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Thank Watch you. that car. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. But no, that's good, man. So as you were cruising around any maybe potential neighborhoods that you might you and the Roberts family might be moving into from your little tours that you're doing. Um, yeah, okay. you know, we we, we uh, I, I won't say we look in, but we just look around and stuff. And then Dez was with us. So. We seen a huge house. It's talking about we can split it down the middle and um, <laughs> everybody can live there. So, but it was a huge house. Look like I mean, two houses. I mean, you have your half of the empire, and then they have the other half. Right. You know, it's one of those things where you got to use the intercom to be able to reach the other side of the house. Yeah, it was huge. Because when she was like, "Oh, both of us can stay there," we just split it down the half. I looked. I thought it was two houses. I was like, oh, and then <laughs> one huge house. Maybe 8,000 square feet. My goodness. Yeah, it's huge house. But, hey, podcast takeoff, maybe. Get on that Joe Rogan level. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, once we get to... I mean, right now we're at... 10, this is episode 11, so we don't got that much before we catch up. Yeah, I think you're on like 600, 700, something like that. We're going. We'll get them. We'll get them. Yeah, we get there. We, we're going to let them sleep on us, and that's yeah. what we're going to use for our advantage. So yeah. don't even worry about that, Joe. We got you. Yep, sneak attack. You're going down. All right, let's start talking about some sports. So... What do you want to talk about first? I mean, let's it go was to a the headline. Sports night. Let's yeah. let's just do it. Wilder versus Fury two. All right, so Rod, I'm gonna let you're gonna be taking the lead, but I'm gonna read. You know, I you know I, I didn't have the big money to to drop for the pay per view, so I was watching on ESPN the scorecard <laughs> <laughs> as it was going live, and I would refresh ESPN every five minutes just to see if I can see some clips of the fight. But you and I both saw what ended up happening. I had an right. opportunity to see the lead-in to that. So let's let's talk about that first before we talk about what ended up happening in the fight. So part I got to see live was mm-hmm. the initial walk-in. And mm-hmm. you got Tyson Fury walking or doing his thing and Deontay Wilder doing his thing. So let's first talk about Tyson's entrance versus Deontay's entrance. What were you thinking when you saw Tyson Fury coming down in the way that he was able to do his popping circumstance. I, I was thinking, was the man already knocked out? <laughs> something didn't seem right to me. And he was going into the theme song, like something about crazy or something like that was the theme song that he was he was riding into. Yeah, you know, he's a gypsy king. He always make an entrance, and he, he, he's a character. Like, I you know, he serenaded that. his wife after a victory, like, so 
when he came on the, the throne getting carried by women, I was like, hey, it was it was good. Hold on. Hello. Look who we found. Perfect timing. What up, Dez? So, Go ahead and sit down. Go, go ahead and sit down. You know, what I'm is... gonna get a chair. So right now we're sitting on the box. Conversation and the conversation is the entrances. So we just started talking about Tyson coming down, coming down to the song "Crazy," and I was thinking, man, is this man crazy? So we didn't even talk about it specifically how it came down. So why don't you tell the crew what you re- did? You get the chance to see him walking down? I seen snippets of it. Um, I watched. The smoke come down for Wilder, but tell him about how he was walking in and all of a sudden he had ladies holding him up and he he came on a a throne walking in. It was women holding him up. Yeah, women were holding him up. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. You know the uh, the the floating throne with you know it's a a person on this side, person and then a person on each side in the back Mm -hmm. with a crown on and a robe. I mean, I seen that part, and I thought, yeah. oh, he was it very was good confident. Interest. It was yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah, interest. it was good interest. Like I, I told did. him, he's the Gypsy King, so he got to come in like that, yeah. with a crown on. So, and then um, I liked it. The theme song was a uh, little weird for his entrance. It should have, you know, came in with a little more uh on music tip. Hey, but you know, he's the Gypsy King. He he's a Brit. So you know how they is over there. Nutcases. So, yeah. So I give him interest wise at all time eh, B minus. So a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy percent. He gets a Wilder. 70%. I like the mask. I like the all black everything. Black habits. Black yeah. magic. <laughs> yeah, he was doing the real black history. For sure, like when you saw all the different people that they had on the screen when he was walking through, he was doing dedication to Black History Month, mm-hmm. blackness. So he had that was D Smoke. That's Dez. That's Dez, yeah, boy. That's my guy, D Smoke. You know, I love everything yeah, about this. The album is called Black Habit. So it was good. I feel like he focused mostly on the the intro versus his fight. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna take. Oh, Wait, now I'm gonna say that Wilder is. A slugger, like he's not a boxer. He was not slugging. He was getting no, no. slugged, and that he, you can tell, he focused mostly on his interest. Cause once he took the mask off, he was shaking. He was scared <laughs> because I felt like he did not prepare. And uh, Tyson looked bigger and put, appeared bigger to Wyler than the last meetup that they had. He's a big Wyler guy. Was shook. He did not prepare for that fight. And on top of that, he was off. As soon as he got hit, he was off. Yeah, it was was, you know, you know, Tyson is a bigger guy. He's six nine. Yeah. Tyson walk around at two seventy five. Mhm. Wilder walk around at two twenty three. I mean, that's really not an excuse. We did just see what's name get beat up by Latifi and Latifi won for real, for real. And that's the same exact matchup. Latifi sits. He's five nine, five ten, and what's the name is six three, six four. So that's not no, an excuse. But, no, you know, in boxing is different. No, because Tyson, he tied him up, he lay on him. He tied him up, he lay on him. So 
You got a heavy Wilder with a heavier Tyson. You have a lazy Wilder no, with a, a, a athletic Tyson. I think I think he had. No, nah, I don't know about that. I don't no, believe but. he paired. I don't believe what I'm saying is by that. I don't believe he prepared. I feel like he, put, he underestimated Tyson. I think he put too much weight on. He should have just came in as two twenty. Like Rocky Balboa versus uh, what's the yeah. Russian? The first time that that's what it was. He Drago. underestimated him. But he came in heavier, and then Tyson got heavier. Yeah. Because Tyson always outweighed him by 50 pounds. But he was healthy. You could tell Wilder was not healthy. No, he was healthy. He looked big, but... It, just because he looked big doesn't mean he was comfortable. No, but then, like... He wasn't you, comfortable. You carrying, every, you carrying extra weight, and then you got a bigger Tyson, a bigger opponent laying on you. Yeah, I understand what That's you're gonna saying. They're going to put a wear on you. I, That's I understand like me. what you're saying, but That's at like, the end of the day... The man was not prepared. He did not no. check it. When he went down that checklist, a lot of that, a lot of the things he was checking off was unsure. But you, if you look at Wilder fights, he's you know he wait and get you with that right. Fights. I watched both of them fight before. Yeah. I, I understand who he the first is one he as won. a fighter. I understand who he is as a fighter, but he was not prepared mentally. I feel like he was not no, there. He and once no, he Wilder, got rattled. It was over with. Yeah, while it waits on that big punch, that right hand, you know, that bailed him out some fights because he hit you with the right and put you down. Yeah. The first fight, he knocked Fury out. The ref let him get back up. Yeah, he knocked him down. No, he knocked him out. It was 12 seconds. <laughs> so if you're down 12 seconds, what it is? Do oh, you no, post- Right. You're supposed to get, you know, so they gave, they they had to tie it, even though the first fight Tyson outboxed him in that too, but Wilder knocked him out. You down 12 seconds, fight over. So, but this one, it was going the same way as the first one. Tyson was outboxing him, but this time the right didn't come. The right wasn't he, coming. He Tyson, he he stayed too close. So it looks like right. so when when you're watching that first fight versus the second fight, it looked like Fury was doing some different stuff than he was before. He before, was prepared before Fury was doing that whole, yeah, he, you know, Muhammad he, Ali. Let me he was let me try to let me try to move around my feet. Let me try to make you move. Yeah, but it looked like first, this time Fury was actually first, getting he, in, and he, he was, was the actually hunter. Yeah, you got, he was the hunter and not being hunted. That's no, exactly what happened. No, after you got hit with that right in the first fight. You can't sit back and let him hit you with it again. So you got to smother him so he can't hit you with it. If Tyson would have stayed back, he would have hit him with it. So the whole concept is, I'm going to stay this close mm-hmm. to you so you can't hit me with that right. <laughs> that's why he kept... He can't cock back. He's weak in his offense. Yeah, so that's why he was like this. Now, if they fight again in the third room, while I got to understand, he got to become a boxer and get him off him. To get the space to hit him with that right. Fury wasn't going to let him. If Fury would have sat back like he normally do, like a boxer do, Wilder would have hit him. And it would have been over. So that's why he, he that's why he, his whole game plan, I'm going to come out and attack, put pressure, put pressure, because he don't want to get hit. He got hit with it last fight. And he know what he can do. So, so I'm going to you think from that new trainer, you know, pretty much setting him up, 
teaching him a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah. Put pressure on him. You don't you don't sit back and let him cock can hit you. But you know, as a dog in the fight, I ain't you know, I ain't care who won. <laughs> but I know Joshua was sitting back there laughing because Joshua seen he he can take Tyson. Um, I don't I don't trust Joshua's uh judgment <laughs> at this moment after he got knocked out by Rakishi. Yeah, well, see, Joshua were hurt in that fight. He had a concussion. It don't matter. You don't go him? into a fight. Don't go yeah. into a fight. No, nah, no, nah, you're too far in the back guy. You, it's if you that close, it, you gotta. It, go I through. mean, you that close, but it look at it, it's life or death when it comes down to stuff like that. As an athlete, you know better. So if nah, you there, I don't listen. You get into that fight. Much. I don't care if you have a concussion or not. Once you get into that fight, you made that decision to get in there. So yeah. it's on you. You have common sense. So if you lose, you lose. There's no excuses. But did you see the rematch? Did you see Kobe Bryant shoot? With his broken hand, I'm just saying. You know, no, I'm just no. saying. If you seen no that Joshua rematch, oh, you seen that shit was a fluke the first time. Right, right, right. Yeah, Joshua destroyed him. It, it wasn't even a fight. And Joshua predicted Tyson to win this fight. Because I, I, he's, he's more scared Wilder than Tyson. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because Joshua is a, like a poor boxer. Mm-hmm. Boxers are scared of sluggers because a slugger only need one hit and it's it, it fight over. Right. A boxer builds up, get you wore down, and then get you know put you away. He feels that I think Joshua feels that Tyson is a more easier matchup than Wilder. Because they both boxers. Yeah. They both he, understand. He, understand. Yeah. He feels like he can outbox. Yeah. He can outbox Tyson. Right. But if he tries something with Wilder and sit back and get hit, that's it. Right. So that's what Tyson learned the first fight. And then he adjusted because he, he's a better boxer than Wilder. Not saying Wilder, you know, no disrespect to Wilder, but the man, you're clearly a better boxer. I just, you, feel like, I just feel like Wilder likes to be the hunter instead of actually nah, hunting smart. No, nah, because if you watch his previous fight, he, don't, he, he just sit back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sit back and try to get you tired, and then once he gets that opening, yeah, yeah, he sit back because if you notice, he never throw it. Mm -hmm. He just he just wait, and then when you when you let your guard down to let him fly, he just reach over top and hit you with a cross or a right hook, and it's game over. I'm just looking at the stats and the fact that go look at the stats of the first one. The first one went just like this. Both I'm looking went. at him. Power thrown 55 to 160 to Fury. And then mm-hmm. power landed only 18 of Wilder versus 58. Um, right. Percentage was 19% for Wilder. Um, his jabs thrown 86 to Fury's 107. Mm-hmm. Um, jabs landed only 16 to 24. Um, right. Total thrown, which is crazy to me is 141 for Wilder and 267 and out of those thrown he only landed 34 Wilder yeah he sat back if you go so he wasn't sitting fight, back he was getting drilled on it was little drummer boy went to town on his hey, head pull out the first one Put up the first. the first one. Yeah, so, the score. No, I mean, pull up the, the, the numbers are similar. I, I think from yeah. what I saw before. So my yeah. question to y'all yeah. is because I didn't get to watch it 
you know, round by round, I was just seeing what they were talking about on ESPN. You know, from what they were saying is, you know, round one, you know, that went to, I think that went to Fury. Round two went to Wilder. And then from mm-hmm. three on was pretty much Fury doing it. So when y'all were watching, when did you start? Because both of y'all, I talked to both of y'all separately. Third round. When did y'all start seeing, uh-oh, the when he, um going to be made and, and when he ruptured, when he, gonna be doing it? The first when round. he ruptured. Wilder, uh, mm-hmm. Wilder could never regain his balance. That that's when the fight changed. Second okay. round, Wilder hit him with a cross, and woke woke Tyson up. Because mm-hmm. I saw that round two, it looks like ESPN has scored Wilder. Yeah, because Tyson start, he started sitting back, nine. and he had reached over top and hit him with the right, and mm-hmm. he, uh, Tyson head snapped back. And I'm like, oh, oh. That went, um, Tyson started back putting the pressure on him and staying close. He went back and, to his game plan. Yeah, because he, he opened the sit back and Wilder reached over and popped him with one. And then he was like, okay, I can't let him. So he stayed underneath the whole time. And that's where all the, uh, the power punches came. Uh, two of the, he knocked him down three times. Two of them, he pushed him. The first one was a clean one. He hit. Like one, he tripped him. One, he slipped. Like he he was yeah. already off balance. Yeah. So if you notice, regardless if he knocked him down or not, because he ruptured the eardrum, that causes unbalance. So he was right. going regardless if he would have got hit softly, he would have fell. He was already wrapped. No, that that one where he tripped him, he the first, like the clipped first the bike one, though, his heels. Like he was going back, but then he kind of pushed him a little bit, and then yeah, he was yeah, already yeah, like off balance. I don't, as you said, like maybe two punches hurt Wilder, but with blood coming out your ear, he can't catch his balance. Like if that would have never happened, I don't think he didn't hit nothing that hurt Wilder. He just ruptured the eardrum. He couldn't never catch his balance. He couldn't focus like that. All this whole his whole thing was also if you lose yeah. balance, you losing a lot of stuff. So that means you losing coordination. Yeah, you, you can tell. Uh, you know, you can't really stand. You wobbly. You and can't he was focus. losing a lot of blood. Yeah. So, but if they fight again, I don't know. I don't. He, he made him look too bad for him to fight again. He need to go take a nap. So what's going to happen? So, I mean, Ryan and I were talking about this a little bit earlier today. So we know that... Joshua going to take the WBC. So the question is, <laughs> when... So one, is he going to use the, the rematch? He can't... Well, he got to rush your eardrum. Yeah, he gonna he got a, he got he about to take a nap for a little while. He yeah, yeah, well, he's still, but he still has that in his back pocket, right? He can still... Is there a certain he, amount no, of time he, that call, he can do no. it? Cause he got to go see a doctor. He had thirty days to invoke it. Mm-hmm. So he got to go see what the doctor say. But do you see? Let's say okay, I want. I mean, I want to do the rematch because you know people are gonna watch it. It's gonna be yeah. All the threes are gonna be good. But what would be the issue of him not being able to do the rematch? Like what would have if, to go down? If the thing is, you know, they have a time period where they have they can fight again. Right. If he is not cleared, that rematch won't happen until the next title shot, which will probably be against um, Joshua, Joshua and Furry, Furry, Fury, but, whatever his name is. And one, and you got to fight in between. Them, he can challenge them, but they have. And to- you got to fight in between that. Yeah. Joshua, I mean, Wilder ain't gonna be able to fight if his eardrum ruptured. That's a that's a year. 
it's different because like with the UFC, you could take a year and they'll let you fight for that title fight. Versus mm-hmm. here, you have to keep you have to keep fighting. Yeah, because it's ranking. Yeah. You gotta you gotta keep like Joshua got to fight what next month I think, and then he got one more at the end of the year. That fight at the end of the year, he can switch out for Tyson. If I was Joshua, I get Tyson in the winter early. And uh, take the WBC, mm-hmm. but that also messed Wilder up though, because if Joshua and Tyson fight and Ty- uh, Joshua win, Tyson gonna want to fight Joshua again, not Wilder. But you can uh-huh. always, what'd you say? You can always, if I, but he still got to fight in between, so Tyson still could fight Wilder the third time, like spring uh, twenty twenty one. I, I look at it like this though with Joshua people want to see Joshua and Wilder. So even though him and Tyson might fight and if Tyson win lose and Wilder is healthy, that's the money fight like at the end of the day. Yeah, that'd be a bigger Ty- fight. Wilder going to bring money over Fury. Like nobody yeah, really, you know what I'm it'd saying? It'd be USA versus Britain. Yeah. London, it'd be it'd be that instead of Brit on Brit. Yeah. So it's a bigger seller, but so if I'm so if I'm Wilder, I'm thinking you know I want Tyson to play against Joshua, so mm-hmm. then Joshua gets everything, and then after that, I'm then take him, then Fury take comes Joshua. in and he can take it from Joshua. No, no Wilder, but from Wilder, Wilder got get something back. If Tyson fight Joshua and lose, and Joshua take the belt. Fury and Tyson, I mean, uh, Fury and Wilder got to fight before uh, Wilder can go after Joshua. Mm-hmm. So, I see it like this. Joshua, like, he predicted Tyson to win, even though that he, he going to say we from the same place, same country. No. That's um, an easier fight than Wilder. He feel like he can outbox Tyson. And he feel that Tyson Power is not as strong as Wilder, so you'll you'll go get the WBC. He probably put up his WBA or some or IBF against, it. and then you take it from Fury. Let Wilder and Fury fight again while you sit back and fight a pushover again, and then you get the winner, and then you go for now. Because I heard. It. Tyson and Joshua fight. I heard the purse like two hundred million. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So go get that money. So that that second fight, Joshua got. I account for that. I get cut two point five million dollars. Mm. Not the fight, and I go fight for her. What you thinking, Miss Desiree? You agree? Mm, yeah, I just was. You know, I like. I'm a. I'm over boxing nowadays. I'm over uh-huh. it. But you know, my guy from Cleveland, Ohio, Stipe, called out <laughs> Fury. Even though it's not going to happen. Uh, no, Stipe was fight a, Fury. But Stipe was a boxer before he was a UFC fighter. So Stipe ain't big enough. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it doesn't does. matter. No, it doesn't. Because Stipe because sits around at 250 anyway. But Stipe is like six one. It doesn't matter. It does. I fought big girls before. <laughs> they, you know, once they fall, they get up. This. 
I'm going for Cleveland, Ohio. I'm sorry. Yeah, I understand that. You were at you know, hometown. But Tyson is he sits at six nine with an eighty six arm reach. That's cute. <laughs> Eighty six. You know, bone that that long that's that longer than bones. And bones are still that's like that's uh, like seven feet. That's seven feet. That's like taller than me. That's your reach. Yeah. And, but he's still a light heavyweight. Bones is. Regardless, I'm just saying. You know that Steve, I would love to see my guy in a boxing in match. a boxing match. Yes. No, Steve, hey, don't do that. Don't listen to Dad, Steve. Hey, if you listen, listen to, to this. Don't listen to Dez. Yeah. yeah, don't go, don't take that fight. Don't take that punishment. I would take the punishment for a couple million. Put me in there. <laughs> listen, <laughs> you got to make look, sure you're look, able to enjoy that two point five million. Hey, remember the joke? Going, remember that joke? Would you let Tyson punch you in the face for five million dollars? <laughs> and you have a three point five million dollar wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> No, you don't want to do that. Steve, now, if it's a USC fight, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, take that money. Boxing, don't take that punishment. You don't have to. Not for nothing. I don't, I don't like theory style, so I'm, a, the I'm always King, my guy. My guy. Hey, Gypsy King took down the Russian brothers now. That's true. He took down, he took that, down not the, just one, but both of them. Yeah, they like, and how, they were dominating boxing. How many years? Huh? How many years were both of them dominated for? Like a decade. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah, them, they were dominating. And Fury, the one, hey, he was like, let's calm it down. So I respect them for that. I don't like him. You don't like him because of his persona? Yeah, I just don't like him. He's a gypsy kid. Like, He's a gypsy. I'm not going to lie. Like, I just don't like certain people. I'm not going to say they're not talented. Just like Amanda Nunes. She is a great athlete, a great fighter, but I don't like her. You gonna you gonna stop hating them, dog? You know a hater is a hater, and I you hey, stop I hating them, dog. Amanda, Amanda uh-huh. Nunes is the goddamn truth. Well, there you have it. Okay, still so. Amanda Nunes. Look, you you heard it here again. Another wonderful in our insider <laughs> boxing UFC insider, Miss Dunn Ray. <laughs> you gonna when are you gonna join us for the next fight? discussion what's next what's next on the rolodex it is what's his name um i call him the karate kid he reminds me of a little bit of jones and a little bit of anthony silva um come on you got i don't know i i got espn up any of these people look familiar oh you're talking about what a name airbender yeah 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 Starbender. yeah yeah he's fighting there for the name next month yeah, yeah, I can't believe, I can't think of who he fights. Him, mm. that's who we talking about. Oh, he's talking about Romero. He's- yeah, he's talking about Romero. Fighting a little, he's fighting a pit bull. <laughs> All right, so we talk about this next. I'm gonna let you go ahead and do that study and thank you again for coming out, Miss Desiree. You made. Hey, show can Dad come cool. out and play? <laughs> yeah, now I'm about to go back in because I'll go get in trouble now. All right, go ahead right. and get your studies on, and we'll see you next episode. That is, again, Miss Desiree. All right, so I figure what we will talk about next real quick is th- this is a fun story for me, and I was watching this yesterday as I was going through ESPN because, again, I couldn't watch the fight. There was a hockey game, an NHL game that was being played last night, 
and I believe it was the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Carolina Hurricanes. And this is one of those once-in-a-lifetime opportunities that you never see but in Disney, but it actually came true. So let me break mm-hmm. down the scenario. You tell me what you're thinking. So you got the Toronto Maple Leafs playing against the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina Hurricanes, they got not one but two goalies. Goalie number one gets hurt out of the game. All right, mm-hmm. you're okay. You get the backup. Backup gets hurt out of the game. They got no more goalies. What is going to happen? They, they are without a goalie, and all of a sudden, you get the dude who's riding the Zamboni. The Zamboni driver comes through, not only suits up for the Carolina Hurricanes, but actually ends up winning the, the game for Carolina. Oh, you're 42 years old, too. Man, 42 years old is the oldest first-time goalie to ever win an actual NHL game, and the man actually won the game. You know, before before the injuries occurred, I mean, Carolina was up by two goals. All of a sudden, Buddy comes in. He gives up two goals, but Carolina still ends up winning it. Buddy ends up getting eight out of ten blocks on goal and ends up winning the game for the Carolina Hurricanes. Yep. And he also got five hundred dollars, <laughs> and he get his game the game uh, worn jersey. So hey, bucket list check. <laughs> you know I'm I'm mad. I mean, look, this is a story that you're gonna be telling your kids forever. Like it's one of those Disney movies that you know you do anything, you work hard enough, you end up getting what your dreams are. But I'm kind of mad the man only gets $500 when that game Carolina needed because Carolina is still up in it for trying to make a playoff. And you know, Buddy does that. And Buddy only gets $500? I mean, if they that's lose. That's the NHL rules, though. I, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, though, man. You know, $500? Was, he was going to get that $500 win or lose, right? Yeah. He was going to get that. But yeah, you, Give the man a little something, something under the table or something like that. Yeah, you slip him something now. Slip a little something, something, you know. The jersey, yes, I am happy that I, again. If I was him, I would be very happy. I would frame that jersey up. I'd have all everybody sign it. But this dude, literally in the morning when he wakes up, what are you doing later on tonight? Oh, you know, I'm going to work. Um, I'm doing the Zamboni thing, making sure that the ice is nice and clear so that the players can play. Right. Let alone, I am the winning goaltender for the Carolina Hurricanes, who he probably doesn't even like because he's probably a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. You got to think like this. You was cleaning the ice. Yeah. You know how many times he probably imagined playing? Oh, shoot. And just to be able to play an NHL game and win. Oh, that you know, that's priceless. That's probably more than what, you know, somebody probably gave him. You know, that's a memory you can tell the grandkids. Uh, everybody, you like that's your dream. You wake up with a smile on your face the next morning. Oh, he do for sure, man. Like, he's got all those clips. He's, you know he's going to have that tape. Oh, yeah. He's going to be playing it back and forth. Hey, watch this. Watch yeah, how I you... get this. What's his name? Watch how yeah. I get that. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, you know, they sent him the tape. They sent him the DVD, uh, a flash drive, and um, they sent him the, uh, the photos. Yep, yep, yep. You know, ESPN in the morning. 
<laughs> he got that interview. He had the champagne yeah. shower. You know, yeah. Everybody's all loving on him. They don't even know his name. Do they? Good job, mate. <laughs> right. Just having a ball. Oh, he, he didn't even know where he was sitting as soon as he finished in the locker room. Like, they nah. had to tell him, no, you sit over there, man. You sit over there. <laughs> oh, man. So, hell yeah. Salute out to him. Um, I've seen his name. But... Like that is some dizziness. He may, hey, he may sell his Disney. That's what I'm saying. That's hey, what story. happens if after this game, some team is looking for a goal? You're like, you know what? Hey, maybe we need to pick him up. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> maybe got... <laughs> yeah, at least give him the practice squad. Hey, yeah, he got, a, he got a few years in him. Oh man, but no, that that's like a that's like the equivalent of you know when you and I went to that Heat Lakers game, all of a sudden. You know, LeBron cramps up. And they he call said, me hey, in. Yo, Rod, yo, Rod, you got me, right? Hey, I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> you, run down, you. you run down American Airlines Arena. You suit up. You put the jersey on. You you shoot a couple of shots just to warm up and boom, you're on. Yeah. And we win? Yeah, oh. and you win. Yeah, Lakers don't have to give me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll take I, the memory. I would take the memory. Or, or are you playing football, you, you know... It's again, you know, you playing. It's a, it's another game. The Miami Dolphins against the New England Patriots. You know, I guess you know when Gronk was here, Gronk get hurt. A Rod, A Rod, come on, Am I get that, catch that ball from your the idol, goat. Tom Brady. The goat. Oh yeah. Throw your little screen pass to the side. Robert Kraft saved your money. No, no, no. I'm going to check out. Just you just paid. System. You just paid me. Oh man! I take that. Oh man, I appreciate it. Bill, Bill Belichick. I was coached by Bill Belichick. Bill, oh. Bill Belichick shakes your hand, says, "Good job, good, good job, good. son." If I can just get a picture of this somewhere, I'm good. Craft <laughs> don't write me a check, nothing. Don't pay me a dime. I, and I kept passing some. Oh man! Catch a pass. And we win. You win. Maybe he signs the football for you. You get to keep the jersey. Keep the jersey. Oh, I keep my no, I keep, keep my jersey. jersey, man. Yeah, they don't have to sign nothing. I got video. Oh man. <laughs> it's video. It's on the internet. It's forever. So the thing that I'm you know, I'm still talking about this hockey game, and it's not I mean, the guy again, I'm not gonna say I mean he actually wasn't one of those things where they were playing easy on him, like yeah, yeah, they were trying to go at him. They were trying to go at him because they saw an opportunity. The man stopped eight out of ten shots. Mm-hmm. You know, he was paying, he was playing for a period and a half. And I mean, they were within striking distance. I mean, it was what three one, I think. Then they scored two goals on him, or I think they scored one, so it was like four one. And then I think after that, then Toronto scored two goals, so it was like four three. And then after that, then Carolina put in a couple more goals for it to be 6-3. So for a while, it right. was close. Right. And the man came had to in, stop, three, the man came had to in, stop eight Carolina more shots. Carolina was 3-1, though. Yeah. 3-1, and then went a 4-1, and then went a 4-3. So yeah. he, he could have lost that game. Yeah, he shook off the rust and got good. Yeah. So what does that tell you about is that how good of a goalie this backup is how bad of a team Toronto Maple Leafs are, or a combination uh, of both. I mean, this is a you got professional <laughs> players. That, that's like 
me. I'm not disrespecting it. Uh, the maple leaves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, my, I get players are bigger than you think. Yeah, my wife's family's <laughs> from Toronto, Mississauga. Shout out to Mississauga, but. No, no, no. You be in Canada. No. Do not accept his apology. Yeah, I got to make sure that I, my. I need the maple leaves to roll up on hair right now. My passport needs still still needs to work when I go in there. But look, I mean, he was able to stop eight shots. I mean that. I just Cause, you know, dude might play uh might play hockey on a uh, you know, junior team or something. I mean, so if you go down here, so he's he, played a little bit. Like when you read down he's, here, he's he a Canadian, right? So it says, yeah, yeah. He says here his um Man, the guy's last played. name is. His last name is Ayers or something. So Ayers' last competitive action was an eight-game stint with the Norwood Vipers of the Allen Cup Hockey League. He allowed 48 or 58 goals and had a 77% save percentage and a zero and eight record. So the man, I mean, he's played before. I Damn, mean, man, win? I mean, they didn't win with him as a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had a hey, 77% that's crazy, save percent. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Like 77%. <laughs> I mean, out of 10 right. shots, you let three in. I mean, I guess for hockey, I don't know if that's very good or not. I don't but, know neither, but... Hey, the man couldn't that, win in that, but... Hey, he, he couldn't win in the junior league, but you, he won it in the shit. Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. Jeez. That's a cool story, though, man. Hey, but he also could say, hey, it wasn't me, it was the team. There, there you go. His team just had yeah. no offense, and he was... Just, yeah, he didn't no defense. Shit, you know, every time he looks, somebody shooting at him, you got to let him get, you know, exactly. go get in. Hey, this is how I can play if I got an actual squad, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dang that That's a really cool story. So, I, yeah. so thank you for talking about that. Shout last, out to him. Yes, yeah, shout out to him. So, last thing, I don't know how much in the detail we want to go into this, but again, NFL 24-7-365, even though it's offseason, you know, mm-hmm. there's some big news with the collective bargaining agreement with NFL owners with trying to do some changes to the schedule for the upcoming season. So this is what I'm reading, Rod. You tell me what you're thinking. So they're trying to do the collective bargaining agreement. It looks like the owners want a 17 game season. So not, so 18 games, 18 games, 18 games, but seven, you'd have to play 17 games. You have one bye week. So the owners are pushing for that. And guarantee, guarantee all the contracts. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. So, so some other, so some other terms that they're looking at that player reps are trying to look at is they're looking at the elimination of any game suspension strictly for positive marijuana tests, a reduction of the number of players subjected to marijuana, gambling definitions that ensure players receive a portion of the gam- gambling revenue, alterations to training camp, including an introduction to a five-day acclimation period, a limit of 16 days in pads a limit of four joint practices, and then they would decrease the amount of preseason games from four games to three games. They want to try to increase the amount of roster players from 46 to 48 for game day roster, and they want the overall roster to go from 53 to 55. And then it looks like injury reserve, let's see, the practice squad would grow from 10 players to 12 in 2020 and 14 in 2022. So those are some of the things that people that they're trying to take a look at for this collective bargaining agreement. What are you thinking, man? If you an NFL player, what do you think? Guarantee my, my whole contract. I, don't, I won't have a problem with that. That's a lot of wear and tear. 
That is a lot. That one, so that one extra game, some people may think, you know, it's just one game. You know, you're already playing those games for preseason, but why is it such a big deal for our NFL players, and why do they think that this is a bad idea? Why It's just one extra game, the right? punishment. The body, you know, the punishment, the body got to take for one extra game. See, preseason, unless you own the a bubble, you know, the bubble of getting cut. You really don't play that hard. Mm-hmm. You play what? In the whole preseason, you probably play what? 12 minutes? Mm, that's true. If you're a starter? Yeah. And then, you know, unless you're a defensive player, then you play you play a whole a whole quarter what, game three or something like that. But mm-hmm. The extra game, you got to play full speed. Yeah. So, I tell the owners, listen, man, y'all can get that extra game, but you got to get fully guarantee my contract. Give me, you know, like the NBA. No. Don't add a game for punishment on me, and then I'm getting 20 million guaranteed out of 80 million. And you can, after that 20 is paid, you can cut me at any time just to save your butt. No. So what this tells me too, like you know how I was telling you the things that the players are really trying to push for, and everything's around marijuana. That's just telling you that players are using marijuana just to help heal yeah, after some of these the games. Yeah, you know, the cope to calm down to to I guess, maybe it helps heal. I don't know. I mean, relax, but relaxing. <laughs> like they're they're really pushing that. And you got a lot of players who really do believe in the marijuana. And they say that it really does help out with pain. It helps out with just some of the healing effects. Right. So, so that's just telling me right there that yeah, a lot more people who are who are taking it than people are saying it's not just for recreation is what right. this is telling me if they're pushing like that. So I I would say fully guarantee my contract. And um we'd be the extra one. I, I think the fully guaranteed that would be the way, but what do you think the owner's gonna say to that? No. Well see, so but then no, I said no to the hey, that was uh, the player association coming yeah. in. Yeah. Tell tell them now we good. <laughs> yeah. Sixteen is fine. So we'll just do it like that. Because if you can't fully guarantee my, uh, how about this? Can't hundred percent it, eighty percent it then. Yeah, you you going from zero? You- so at least 80, 100, yeah. maybe you meet in the middle. Nah, yeah, nah, I need more than 50%. I need 80. But right now, uh, I'm zero, right? Yeah. I need 80. We're going to forget 50. I want 80% guaranteed contract. Don't sign me to a $150 million contract, $65 million guaranteed. Uh, not, even, not even 65, even, what, 50 of it to be guaranteed or something like that? Let's just make an easy number. $100 million. You want eighty million to be guaranteed? No, I'm saying no. I'm, the current contracts. You give me oh, 150 yeah. million. What 40 of it guaranteed? Yeah, maybe. It looked good on paper. Kinda, yeah. But when but you I do 40 million divided by how many years and how many games? Yeah, it looked. You know, on paper it looked good. Oh shit! You know, people. Oh, Rod just got 150 million dollar contract. No, Rod didn't. No, he didn't. Rod just got a 40 million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> You know, it looked good. Now, if I, you know, if I'm in a position where I cannot play that contract, that's a different story. And I'll never get hurt severely. 
Mm-hmm. That's a different story. Then I earn that money. Mm-hmm. You know, I get the whole 150 because I'd be able to play out the contract at a higher level. But if I slip one year, they trying to figure out how to get out of it. Year three? Oh. They'd be like, okay, Rob production is the same way it was the year before that, or he had lost a step or something like that. Now they want out. <laughs> So, so the, the NFL owners, they're looking for this because they want to make more money. You know, you got one extra game right. that is being extra, played. Right. So with that one extra game, you got all those tickets. You got that TV money. That's so going the TV to, money go up because hmm? they get to sell, you know, commercials and ad spaces. And so the TV money deal go up because we're giving y'all one extra week so of that's football. The reason, and that's, that's the reason why they want it. So... Full of guaranteed contracts. Full of guaranteed contract. I'm pretty. I, I'm like 99.9 percent sure. No NFL player would object to a 17 game. Mm-hmm. And then some of the I heard they wanted to do 18 total with a 19 by. Wow. They wanted to add two more games. Jeez. Nah, you got to fully guarantee my contract. I'm not taking that much punishment then if we make it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, like... You then we make a little that, run? Yeah. Yeah, the more games you play, the more of an opportunity for you to get hurt. And, yeah. again, we even saw in the playoffs how those teams that had those buys, you know, they just they looked a little fresher right. than those other teams. Like, everybody yeah. automatically healed. And this was just off of one week off of, of not playing. <laughs> so... I don't, NFL, you fully guaranteed them contract owners. Well, NFL owners, you get fully guaranteed in contract. I'm pretty sure 99.9% of the players would not have no problem with that. Now, the money might change. That's so the other thing, get, too, is, is those, yeah, contracts, they don't, those contracts don't mean the same because you're playing extra games now. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying the money might change, like, as of them giving you new contracts instead of them giving you old oh, ridiculous $200 million. 80 of the guaranteed, they might offer you a hundred million dollar contract and just give you that. Mm-hmm. It would make more sense, like a Kirk Cousin deal, mm-hmm. instead of you know like it's rumored that Patrick Mahomes gonna get 240, mm-hmm. even though he's you know a quarterback, he probably you know he, he has a, a higher percentage of meeting that goal and completing that contract, yeah. but. If they fully guarantee the contracts, they're not handing out no more two hundred and forty million dollar contracts. No. Oh. Yeah, they'll say, okay, hundred, hundred guaranteed. Here you go. Yeah, because a lot 80, of like- 80 guaranteed for you know, like defensive backs or whatever. This is what we're gonna give y'all. Live with it. Like I don't know I I mean I should just look it up, but what percentage of contracts you think actually go full to that quarterback that they're talking about. Quarterback, wide receiver, lineman, offensive lineman. And tight ends. So we pretty much saying the linebackers don't get it, the running backs don't no. get it. And then you know you you know in as far as few. your it's as far as your white house, it's not even all white house, it's just your your top your top, top five. ten. Top five, top nah, ten. Yeah, top five Top five, I play their contract. 
No like your Julios, your D Hops, your Antonio Browns, your Michael Thomas. Like you know, they I play their contract and earn more money. But if you when it comes to a complete a full contract, the top fifteen quarterbacks gonna get that easy. The Russell Wilsons and all that, like that contract he signed, he gonna get all that. He gonna get every penny of that and more. Hmm. Like they gonna, you know, as long as you know, God forbid, not gonna work no injury, he gonna earn every bit of that, every penny. So what you're saying is like eighty percent of the players in the league, eighty eighty five percent of the players don't even get that yeah. number that they say. Yeah, and when I mean off the line, man, I'm talking about left tackles. Left tackles, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a right quarterback, then this is the right. But right. most of your quarterbacks are going to be it's going to be right that left tackle, left left guard, yeah. left tackle. So, like, them the ones that get the contract and pile out. Well, like, if they get a hundred million dollar contract, they ninety. I said eighty to ninety percent, they would get that, barring any major injury. So, but corners, linebackers, defensive tackles, linemen, uh, safeties, and all that. Unless you just a freak, Earl Thomas, Ed Reed, uh, Dion, uh, you know, Champ Bailey, or somebody like that. Like, when it comes to linebackers, like, the only ones that probably I played their contract and played through it. In the last decade, Ray Lewis, uh, Brian Urlacher, Lance Briggs, Terrell Suggs, Luke Cagley. You feel me? It's just a handful. And that's about it, probably. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. And you see Luke Cagley, he he's 20, what, 28? He ain't retired. He retired, yeah. So, like, you and I. Hey, any other position, man, your chance to get that contract is horrible. So, and and the other thing too is right now when you're looking at that CBA, right now the league revenue is still more towards the owners than it is to the players. Oh, I think yeah. right now, like I'm reading right now, is that it looks like the league sharing revenue, the player share is 47 percent, which means 53 percent still goes to the owners. So right, so fully guaranteed the contracts, you get you will get 17, 18 games, or whatever. Like the owners, all right, it's, it's, it's give and take. Yeah. Let's do this here. Instead of 17, we get 18. Fully guaranteed the contracts. You, they'll do that. May need to be on the NFLPA, man. Because that's safety for my family. Yeah. Because if I play, I had an extra season. I play. Uh, 19 games, right? That 19 game would have been like a, what a conference championship game, mm-hmm. a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. But now it'd be a, a second round playoff game. Yeah, and you and you're one of these players that do that four or five times. Then that's already you're adding an extra season already. Right, four or uh, five seasons. Right. So, fully guaranteed the thing that I have security, barring you know, God forbid, any injury. For my family, I know I'm going to be taken care of. I ain't talking about the insurance from the NFL. I ain't talking about no pension. I'm talking about, like, I signed an $80 million contract, $80 million guaranteed. I play, I signed $80 million, what, five, six years? And I play five and get hurt? 
in the fifth. Let me get all my money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played out of the six. I played four. Let me get my money. NBA do it. Yeah. MLB do it. Yeah. Yeah. And what we were talking about too, with all those players that have those guaranteed contracts, most of those are not are the non guaranteed contracts. Some of those players they'll get cut. You know, right. once it, once they look at the salary cap, you know, you're in year three out of five. Yeah. And you know what? Let me cut you. And that happens a lot. Yeah. Like you signed me to an eighty million dollar contract, but since y'all up to the cap. Uh huh. You're going to draft. You draft somebody, and now you cut yeah. me. And yeah. And my, you know, my playing average is uh, as of a rookie now. Oh, so, you know, uh-huh. it's a little below what you sound like. I'm here. You gonna cut me? Mm-hmm. Or my 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 um statistic is even. Mm-hmm. I'm a salary I'm a salary cap cadre. Mm-hmm. I make too much money, even mm-hmm. though my play never slipped. Mm-hmm. You gonna cut me? So, for the, you know. A year ago, you committed to pay me that money. So what happened? I gave you the same production that you signed me for. Why are you cutting? Oh, cause you, cause I'm making seventeen million dollars. The money I, you know, I earned. So I'm definitely a player's advocate, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate. <laughs> you know what happens sure. when the dude he gets his money? Now he's sitting pretty. You know, you pay me no matter what. You know, but you can I get around that. or not. Then yeah, you could. Put that in the contract. Make it put. I I want to say more performance based, but mm-hmm. be like, um, all right, look, if I'm a fifteen hundred a fifteen hundred yard receiver, when when you give me that money, you say, okay, don't go below this threshold unless you hurt. If you play all sixteen games, you should be able to give me over a thousand, right? If you what can give <laughs> what happens when my quarterback gets hurt, you know, sees an injury. Yeah. No, but if your quarterback get hurt, it's me. <laughs> so me? I'm a fifteen. I should be able to get if he was a second string quarterback in the NFL, I should be able to get a thousand with him. When you gave me the con if I'm averaging thirteen hundred when you gave me the contract. That's with my number with the number one quarterback. With the number two quarterback, I should still be able to get over a thousand. Hey, what what happened when Ben Rosselberger got hurt? <laughs> and then and then no, after but that, see, no, but see, Juju suffered because he learned you don't have AB on the other he's side. He's number one. I, I will give you that. <laughs> he's number one. Yeah, you get the number one coverage now. You get coverage roll to your side now. Not saying Juju ain't yeah, a dog, I got, but I got you. Hey, you ain't number one dog. dog. You understand now. He now that he has a year on his belt as being the number one, you can train harder, so you can you know see as being the number one. But yeah, just do it like that. If I'm after thirteen hundred and you give me eighty million dollars, put in a contract. Listen, you don't you don't if you don't meet it like all right, Patriots prime example. Tom Brady and Gronk, mm-hmm. they last year. They missed an additional, each one of them missed an additional $5 million because it was all a center base. This many yards, this much playing time. You feel me? Like, and they they signed that so they were okay with that. They didn't complain. They didn't do nothing. They like, okay, we didn't meet it. 
So are those incentive-based so, contracts guarantee contracts then? I mean, that's, yeah. that's a different type of contract then. Yeah, because then you don't have to worry about, you know, the um, Haynesworth and all that got $100 million and laid it on. Because if you put them in, they're going to keep working hard. They're going to get paid and be like, oh, I get, you know, I got a $100 million guarantee, so cut me. I go home and get paid. But isn't that, but a lot of those, the non-guaranteed pieces of those contracts, aren't they the incentive-based pieces of the contract? They are, because the only thing you got to do is keep producing, and then you, you will get the contract. You're it, just saying that that'll prevent the whole cutting if you get cut. Right, because you you're salary. Paid. Yeah, it's not because you, you know, you're not, your production didn't go down. It's just that you get paid too much. And I can they feel like they can get a rookie that can give you can give your same production. So maybe that's just the piece that they got to take a look at is in these contracts. Don't let them don't having them be cut when they're doing the same production. Right. Shouldn't be in that contract. And then like, like Sam Watkins in the middle. Sam Watkins is a good, you know, uh, player for the Chiefs. He's going to he's going to get cut because he's going to he making too much money. <laughs> he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a free agent because uh, not I ain't gonna say cut he's not gonna get signed back to Kansas City sign back yeah because he made too much money. I'm not saying he's not a good player he just made too much money so you eliminate that you put it where hey when I gave you this contract you were giving me this don't let it go below this you know not as you heard or you know. We good. You get all this money. But if you fall below this, I'm going to have to go another way. Mm. And that's that's an out for the owners. I'm pretty sure the owners just hate that. You just got to make sure ain't no um, no craziness going on with the, the player uh, getting sit, you know, sitting on the bench mission playing time when he can play. Because they don't want to, you know, they want to hold back his production. So and you don't meet that goal. You see that happening too, yeah. So... All right, man. All right. So before we leave, mm-hmm. we got some movies we need to talk about. What's going on? You didn't you, you took nah, the day off, the week off this movie. But what about last week? Last week. Uh, last week. What did we go see last week? Oh, Sonic. All right. What you talking we about? We want to so? see Sonic. Sonic is a good movie. If you tell us a little bit about it. What you think? <laughs> how many ratings? How many pounds? How many fists did you give it? I gave it a. I gave Sonic three. Three out of five. Sonic was good, especially if you grew up. But uh, if you're in your, you know, mid thirties, you grew up on Sega and all that. It was just like the game. They did, they did Sonic Justice, man. A salute out to them. So was it a? Because uh, I haven't, I haven't really seen the preview of it. So is it like animated type thing or is nah, it it's, like? Uh, uh, he CG, and he's in the real world. So he, like he's with us, but he got all his powers, the speed, everything. <laughs> you, you, you gave that movie how much? I gave it three. It was good. It was a good movie. Jim Carrey. Oh man, amazing, amazing. Jim Carrey still got it. I ain't saying he lost it, but he still got it. He showed me he still got it. So what happened if you weren't a fan of Sonic the Hedgehog growing up? What do you think? It's still a good family movie. It's a good time. You, if you don't PG? got a family, it's still a good time. PG, right? Yeah, I think it's PG. 
It may be PG-13, I think. No, it's PG. I think it's PG. Let me look. Let me take a look at it right now real quick. It looks like it is PG. Yeah, PG. Yeah. All right. looks like I am. So I am BD. What they gave it? 6.9 out of 10. Rotten Tomato 63%. And Rod gives it 3.5 out of 5. So, no, I gave it 3. Oh, 3 out of 5. Yeah, 3 okay. out of 5. So, I'm pretty much on par yeah, with. Pretty much on, pretty much on yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that. Yeah, so, it's a good movie. It's a good time. It's so fun. Is it, is it the best family movie so far of the year? We're in February right now. Most of the No, because, um, uh, I mean, a lot of good things about Onward. We didn't talk about that movie. Did you already see that? No, it came out this Friday. Oh, so um, you me and the boys didn't get okay. a chance to go see it. All right, so as of now, this is probably the number one family movie. I mean, we're still early. Yeah, you know, that I've seen, but um, Onward, I heard, is very good. And probably they saying it's probably Pixar best movie so, since uh, Toy Story. Wow. And I mean, I ain't talking about the last Toy Story. I'm talking about one. Wow. <laughs> All right. So we'll have to wait on Rod actually watching that movie before yeah. we let him give us the true rating, the Rod yeah. rating. And um, this Friday, Invisible Man. Uh oh. I saw That's the clips of that. Yeah. That, that one looks. That one looks like. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot. It looked like a like a domestic virus. Uh, That's domestic what I was virus. saying. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm. My wife is not gonna be seeing that, and neither will I. So you will just have to let us know. But I heard Elizabeth Moss is killing it. Oh, I'm sure there's there's <laughs> revenge, and I'm sure. No, I'm talking about her. She's killing the role because you know she's playing. You know, she acting against nobody. But I'm sure she also is. Well, that's that's pretty hard to do when you act mm-hmm. against nobody. That's that's kind of like that Will Smith. Whatever he, whatever that movie. I'm was, legend. I'm legend. Yeah, so the only person that's kind of a tough thing. Or yeah. what's his name? What Wilson having to be the only person. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks having to act with a soccer ball. Yeah, so, so I actually doing real well. So we'll be going to see that this Friday. Um, so I will have a review for the next podcast. All right, so stay tuned. All right, man, we've been talking for a minute, an hour and five minutes, so it's about 5 p.m., so it's time to go. Anything you want to leave with the crew? How can you get a hold of us before we go? uh, Yes. So, uh, IG, Raymond the Sun Podcast. YouTube, Raymond the Sun Podcast. Twitter, Raymond the Sun Podcast. Like, subscribe, thumbs up, do everything. Do and don't forget to share. Yes, share that information. Now when I'm, you trying, start... I'm, I'm trying to come out to Joe Rogan. Yeah, when you start Googling <laughs> Raymond and Sons Now podcast, you're going to find us now. Before, yeah. you're like, where do I look? But, you know, you Google us. Or, actually, if you talk to ALEXA, ALEXA, you'll find us too. Yeah, I'm going to set a name, Alexa. We own now. I saw Alexa to play Raymond and Sons podcast. She's going to pull it up. There you go. No, put us on. You know, in the background, let us let us ease our way in. <laughs> You're gonna like what you hear. You're gonna like yeah. what you hear, especially with Rod's smooth microphone. It picks up that yes. voice. See, there you go. All right, Rod. So you ready? There you go. Do work. Until next time, another wonderful podcast. 
I'll see you when I see you. Alright, peace. Take it easy. Let's turn on to the podcast. Yo, it's Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons. Let's turn on to the podcast. Yo, it's Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons. Let's turn on to the podcast. Yo, it's Raymond and Sons. What are you doing? To a microphone. Are you talking to the microphone? Yeah. Are you making noise? Yeah. How old are you? Two. Two. Yeah, I two. Okay. Yeah. What else are you doing? I do a three. You're three? Ten, eleven. Eleven? Yeah. Four? Yeah, four. And five? Okay. Okay. And six. Very good. You're going to play with play with Grandma? No, I play Eli, okay? Eli's sleeping. Are you going to take a nap? No. Okay. I want to go my house. What do you want to do? I'm going to go on a cruise. When are you going on a cruise? I'm going to go on a cruise. Maybe another time. Okay. All right. All right. All right, I'm going to press ready? stop. We're ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stop. Sink. Why are you picking your nose? See? You're picking your boogers. I got this. Okay. I think we've got enough video, right? Yeah. We got enough recording? Yeah. Are we going to pay you royalties? Yeah. Okay. Anything else do you want to say? What else do you want to say? My teeth. Your teeth? What color are your teeth? What's that? What's what? What's that? That's, I don't know. You tell me. What's that? Okay. All right, Philia.